Welcome to episode three of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment. We talk about social issues from a sometimes ratchet, but mostly woke perspective. So I am Sean. I am Nye, and we are here bringing it to you. Yes. So, (laughs) Nye, what are we going to call this episode? This is our third episode. We are doing good, girl. We're doing good. And it's so, we can name this thing so many titles because there's, there's so much happened on this week. <laughs> Fab went Ike Turner. <laughs> Just call him Emily B. <laughs> yes. It, he went Ike Turner on Emily B. You know, them two, I want to, uh, them two bitches drove their kids off the cliff. I mean, that is just insane to me. I'm just, that's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. We got, um, yep. We, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot yeah. to talk about. So let's, mm-hmm. let's start off. I know you mentioned Fab. Um, Let's, let's 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 start off with him because I let me just I don't know I just this this really hits hurts me to mm-hmm. my heart because I I like Fab I don't want to say I love Fab but I like Fab I and love Fab I hadn't I listened love, to, I, hadn't I loved listened, him I did love right. him. so um, I hadn't really listened to Fab like seriously until about a couple of years ago and I saw him perform at um, Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival the one when Nas was headlining and I was like. I Fucking like that. I love Fab. So he's been in my rotation for like a long time. And so you know him and Jada have that um <laughs> I keep calling it Freddie versus Jason, but I think it's Nightmare on M Street or um Yeah, I, f- I forgot what it's called, but it's hot. It's it's like it's like mixtape status. It's hot. Yeah. So I I mean that is mm-hmm. in my I listen to it at least probably once a day or every other day. Like I it's it's in my uh, phone. I work out to it. Like mm-hmm. it, it's heavy rotation. That is my shit. So I'm like, I gotta take this shit out because I cannot fucking condone this. Do you know they said he lost like 500,000 followers over this whole thing going on? I mean, I believe it, but yeah. this, this is why. And I am, I am a Fab fan. Like I'm back. You know what was that? Like 2000, 2001. Like I won't deny mm-hmm. it. That I can't deny it. And holla back, young. Yeah. I'm, I'm that Fab. Like. Fab was like, what do he call himself? A, a youngin' OG, a OG youngin' or something? Cause yeah. he looks like he's twenty two years old. And he looks like a baby. He if you if you catch the right angle, he looks like he's probably eighteen. Like <laughs> I don't know how he's forty years old. He has no <laughs> hair on his face. Fab. I don't it? know. I don't know whose dr- blood he's drinking, but he looks great. <laughs> he looks great. But yeah. um, this whole thing with Emily, I was so. First of all, they were you know. I, the whole thing happened in, in Inglewood where they live. Shout out to Inglewood. That's my old stomping ground, Inglewood, New Jersey. Um, one of them. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was like, a. I, I think what turned it for me, because you kind of hear first, you know, oh, she, you know, there's a domestic violence and the police were called. But then they were like, she had, uh, she lost some teeth. Like he knocked out some of her teeth. Like he called it. He said, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. Threatened her in front of her brother and her father, who is she had called to the house to remove the guns that he had. He was looking for him. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what fab is this? Like, who is this? And you knocking teeth out. And I'm right. like, Emily B, she's a big girl. Like she's, she's bigger than him. So I, so I'm, I'm looking like, what? Is, it looks like she's bigger than him. I've always thought like she looks like she can like smother him. That's, but this is just to kind of like re- revert, re- rewind back real quick. So this is from what I read. It's all stemming from an incident that happened uh, March seventh. They had an argument. So I follow mm-hmm. Fab on um, on Instagram. I'm always all in his Instagram, all in his stories. <laughs> so he was out in, um, in L.A. In LA mm-hmm. for um, NBA uh, All Star Weekend 
flossing the entire fucking weekend. <laughs> he was doing it. You know what I'm saying? He was everywhere. He had his kids. It was actually it was actually cute. He had his kids out there, his adorable kids. So I think <laughs> from what I hear, um, she flew out there and he didn't like it for whatever reason. Right. I really think when I first heard the story, I was like, this has something to do with someone got caught doing something he shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. So either he was out there, you know, intermingling with some some ladies and she, shut that shit down and he ain't like it or he may find out that she was like stepping out so it's i think it has something to do with that yeah it's a jealousy know. thing I, yeah, it, it, it sounds I, like it I, I, don't I don't believe that the whole thing like she was out there in la and he was out there at the same time like it's it is i think it is some more to it yeah there's definitely more to it so um so i, I don't want to even want to say allegedly so but i guess you have to say allegedly um you know, he punched her seven mm. times in the face, knocking out her two front teeth. In your face. In face. And he threatened her father and her brother um, to kill them. Um, mm. So that's a, that's a terroristic threat. Um, and there's a video out of him. I heard, did you raped. see the video? Because I didn't see it. I saw the video and he's going, you know, he looks like somebody that's in a rage. In a rage. You know On her? So, so it's actually, it's not, it's not body doubles. It's actually the two of them. It's the two of them. So whoever was filming it was, it looks like they were like on like the second level of a house, second or third level of a house. And so she's like filming down or he's filming down. And so they're, you know, uh, Fab is outside, Emily B is outside, her father and I think a couple other people. And, you know, there's someone in between Fab and Emily and there's someone between the father and Fab. So he's like going back and forth, yelling at her, yelling at the father you know, saying, you know, why you bring him to my house? And she's like, this is my, this is my dad. How can he not come to my house? So apparently she called him and called her, her father to come and pick up some guns that were at the house. Um, So I'm assuming that he was, you know, she's scared he's going to use them on her. So, you know, she wanted them out the house. Um, So, you know, it's, it's, it's a terrible situation. It makes me look at him totally different. Because a lot of these men who beat up on women are fucking cowards and they're punks. And they would never yep. do this to a man. Never. Yep. You know? Yep. And I've seen a lot of his interviews. And he, he comes off very charismatic, um, but very docile and kind of quiet. Yeah, and it's kind of boring. You know? Yeah, it's very... It's, kind of, it's really hard. It's kind of really hard to watch his interviews because I'm like, are you going to put some personality to this? You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's kind of dry. You know what I'm saying? Very yeah, much so. I've seen, I've seen several. He's, yeah. he's got yeah. um, he's got no oh, peaks and valleys to it. You know? And yeah. it's, it's kind of like his rap style. His rap style is, he's very consistent. He's like a fat Joe. You know, yeah. very consistent. Been around for more than, mm-hmm. what, what, you know, what, what, almost two decades. Yeah. You know. And that's why, that's why I appreciated his music because he's very consistent. He's a storyteller when he's rapping. Um, I like. I ultimately wanted to have, like, I love this this collab he has with Jada, but I really wanted to hear um, a collab album or mixtape or whatever with him and Ghostface. Um, I like them Ooh. rapping together. They he had a track on. He was featured on one of um, a Ghostface. I think it's um, was it Supreme Clientele or Fabulous? Who was? Yeah, Fab mm-hmm. was was um, was on one of his songs. Was Supreme Clientele or um. That that was it, right? It's old. Yeah. yeah, it was old. But, it, this, but the song, like how the wordplay they have, and like how they how they um, their energy bounces off of each other is, I, I loved it. So I'm like, I really want to hear something with them together, like a, a full wow. feature, you know, with them. But I don't know if I, I can lend my that. ears right now. I don't know. I don't know. And you know that Ooh. whole 
you know, I can I could speak a lot on that domestic violence issue because you can, you know, it's it's like it's like dealing with a Dr. Jekyll and a Mr. Hyde, you know, and they've been they've been together for years. They have two children together, right? I mean, they've they've mm-hmm. built this little family unit. So, you know, it's not it's not this it's not this new thing. I'm sure this is the part that we see. Right. This is the mm-hmm. part that, that's been broadcast all over the world, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's another side to this where yeah. there's a side to him that we that we don't see. Um that she I'm sure she knows full well about. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I'm really like, man, I'm you know, he's R. Kelly in it for me. Like as much as I love R. Yeah. Kelly, we could go into that too, because that's that's a whole nother story with R. Kelly. But yeah, as much as I appreciate the art form, I'm looking at the man you know, with a with a crazy side eye, like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Up on women and like, I'm just like, a quick correction. Just a quick correction. He, so he was featured on uh, Ghostini, um, oh. a song called um, Guest House. <laughs> this song is so fucking dope. It's it's a dope song. That's the know. old one. How, now what? Okay, that was on on what album was Ghost that? Ghostini, Wizard of Poetry. This came out like the nineties. Yeah, this is, this is old. This is like super old. But the way they bounced off of each other was just, I liked it. You know, I liked that chemistry, and so I always wanted him and Ghost to do like a uh, like a little mixtape or like or EP or something together. But I don't know. Not anymore. He knocking out teeth. He's knocking out teeth in the face seven times. Wow. I That's can't, crazy. That's I can't. Crazy. I can't relate, and I have no respect for for a man who does that. At no. all. I can't. I I mean, like, what's your what's your comeback to that? Like, there's no excuse. What can you say? How can yeah. he his I think his reputation is so completely damaged. I, I, don't, I don't think don't, Emily yeah. B is the type to use this, you know, for celebrity. I don't think yeah. she got on the show loving, you know, whatever was loving hip hop. I don't think she did it for celebrity's sake. I think she did it more as, you know, it's a check and I'm supporting my family. So she just doesn't strike me as the type of person that would kind of use this to her benefit. You know, it's a private matter and it now everybody knows about it. And I think it's, it's, um, you know, I think she can use it as a platform also to speak out about domestic violence. And I'm, you know, that's, that's not for everybody to do, but I'm hoping that, you know, maybe some good will come out of this. So that's, that's my two cents, my five cents. Yeah. She was, she was clearly, if you, once you watch the video, she was clearly, you can see she's clearly afraid. She was clearly oh, afraid man. of him. And, you know, and, and this, you know, and uh, you, you had mentioned that, you know, about, you know, he's real slim and she, she looks a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But when you have, a man's strength doesn't equal a woman's strength, even if you're bigger than exactly. a man. Like, they have different strengths. And if that man is enraged, um, that gives him, know, it's times 10. It's like the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Times 10. And you know what really irritated me about this whole situation is that I was reading some of the comments that are on some of these um, blogs and Facebook. And a lot of them were like, well, I need, I need more information. What did she do? Why, why was he so mad? What did she do? And I'm like, why are we blaming the victim? The Why time. are we blaming the victim? Like anything, anything short of her probably physically attacking him first, and even that doesn't justify him doing that to her. It does not justify it at all. Exactly. But you know, I'm, I'm always a, I'm always a thing. You know, keep your hands to yourself, whether you're a woman or a man. But um, I don't know what she could have done to have warranted that. I don't care if he came in and saw her sucking some man's dick. It does not matter. You don't put your, you don't. Put, you don't hit anybody seven times. You don't hit nobody don't seven to... times. You don't hit them. I just, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no comeback to this. There's nothing that he yeah. can say, you know, 
that uh, you know, I lost my temper, blah blah blah. It's nothing you could say. Like this is this is deplorable. It's despicable. No matter how you cut it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Fab. Yeah, I think so. you, you lost a fan. I was look. I was a diehard fan. I was. I can't deny it. I'm a straight. Right. I was. I was way. I was with him. So I can't. Yeah. I can't. I mean, he was. He was. He was a part of the nineties. Like he, he was right. He I mean, he's a part of the nineties. Okay, so yeah, like you think of Brooklyn. I'm like. It's it's you got Jay Z and you got Fab, so yeah. <laughs> so mm, yeah. So mm. anyway, uh, Fab, I don't know what you can do. Um, you got to do some heavy duty hood public relations to fix this shit. <laughs> I just don't know what you oh. can do because, but it's like just like you said, it's like comparable. You know, the, the difference. What I think the difference that he can make that R. Kelly hasn't done is actually take the steps. To, to heal yourself. Yep. To acknowledge it and heal yourself. Al Kelly is still out here, you know, preying on Lord 14 year olds and molding them to be sex slaves. He's still fucking doing this. And I still have friends that are like, well, I have one friend in particular. She's like, well, I didn't see the tape. Well, then, <laughs> you don't person you have to see the tape to, for it to, to be real. You don't. Because we've all seen it. We've all if seen you the read, tape. But can we, I tell you, I'm torn. I'm sorry. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the tape. Seen I don't even want to see it, but I did. I did read the. Uh, is it a docket or what's that? That uh, the transcripts or the case docket or the deposition? The deposition. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did read that, and that shit is fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. He peed in this girl's mouth. Mm-hmm. Her mouth. Mm-hmm. You read it. I I saw. I did see the video. Girl. Um, and you know, I not that I'm laughing, but I am laughing because you know this Nico tried to say that it wasn't him, and it was clearly it was clear. I think I did see I did see part of it. <laughs> it was clearly him. It was clearly you are. If Kevin. you don't have a if you don't have a clone, damn it, that's you. It Girl. was, but that was the funniest thing that he denied that that was him. But I mean, th- let's let's be real. We have known he's had a problem since back in the day with Aaliyah when he when right. he married Aaliyah when she was fifteen years old. I mean, clearly, I think what is he twenty seven years old at the time? Clearly, he's had a problem with pedophilia. I mean, that's just yeah. what it is. Now, I've had a hard time um, because I. Let me just, I'm going to say that I, I am a an R. Kelly fan the, of the artist. I am a fan of the artist. And I have somewhat, okay, I'm not even going to, look, I've tried to separate the artist from the act, from who he is I as can. a person. I know, I know. <sighs> okay, I, I not struggle with it. But God damn it, he is, it's such a, I don't know, God has blessed him with such a great talent. Mm-hmm. He, has, he, he has a lot he has a tremendous amount of talent and he can't even read the, this negro can't even read mm-hmm. and and puts together and arranges this music so I'm just like I, but he's you know he's basically he's a pedophile yeah and, you know now it's coming out did you hear that the uh, kitty who was his girlfriend she said you know he kept the little girls as pets and trained them as as yeah. as pets that's crazy mm-hmm craziness yeah but you know money is a is an equalizer in a lot of things because can you imagine you know we're we're talking about and whether they're runaways or they don't have parents but somehow some way i just feel like money was a motive here you know 
Like either they were paid off, somebody was paid off. People had to be paid off yeah. to, for this to happen and, yeah. and continue to happen all of these years. Some, you know, mm-hmm. some, some money was exchanged hands because it's just no way that you got me. Your fourteen-year-old daughter is crawling around in this grown man's house in this grown man's mansion. Right, and and it's like you are okay with that. <laughs> right, like I would be enraged. I would try to kill this motherfucker. I would try to literally kill him. You know, like I would, I, I would, I would make peace. But you know what? I'm probably gonna go to jail for a very long time. But that's okay because mm-hmm. this motherfucker's gonna be dead. But you don't even hear that happen. And I agree with you. Like you don't hear those stories happening because mm-hmm. somebody is somewhere they're being paid off. Nobody is saying anything. Yeah. Yep. You know, other than to TMZ, but. Nobody, nobody said anything. Nope. It, it, wasn't that girl Sparkle? The um, when the single Sparkle, that was her niece. Yes. That was the one in the video. That that was her niece. Mm-hmm. And she, you Crazy. know, she was the one that's, you know, was the catalyst for the whole thing coming out and actually being brought up when he was brought up on charges. That first time he tried to say that wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But girl, you know, you never know what people are into until you see the videotape. Yeah. <laughs> You never, you never know. Yep, you never know. But his, um, so he was, he was married to this uh, dancer, uh, Drea Kelly. I remember her. Didn't she yeah. strike you as like a normal, everyday? Like she seemed like a cool chick. Like what the? How did you get with him? I don't know, but I, I follow her on Instagram, and you know mm-hmm. she's a she's a dancer. Her body is amazing. Like her body is amazing. She looks and great. She, a, she looks great. I, she looks, great. and she's got like five. What she's got four or five kids. I don't know. I ain't got no kids and I got <laughs> postpartum belly. How does she do it? I don't know. <laughs> How do you do it? Tell me. <laughs> she does. She does look great. And, but yeah, and I think she's, she's got, I think she's got like four kids. Yeah. She looks Something amazing. Like she got that. the hell up out of Dodge with him. She, she like, sure did. And she, you know what? She's the one that's right to tell on. She ain't said shit. Cause I know she, I know she didn't seen some shit. I know she's seen. <laughs> Shit. I know it. So I don't Drea, what's your story? Let's bury this motherfucker. Let's, she ain't let's saying. bury him. She ain't saying. Look, ain't the saying. media tried to bury him before, and that shit did not happen because he said that wasn't me. Girl, <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. It wasn't Shaggy. It was you. Uh, is it that easy to get out on shit? To get out of shit? It wasn't. I'm me. telling you, I'm money is the great equalizer. Like, there's no way in hell he walked out of there. Yeah, Damn, that, was no money. that was that was. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, all right. So moving on from R. Kelly. Moving um, on. We have to talk about. I'm telling you, my Tyrone, my hashtag Tyrone Hankerson. <laughs> That law student at Howard University that was stealing that money was living his best life. So also tell the story because I don't know the details of it. Okay, so okay, so Tyrone Hankerson was a law student and very um at one time very successful fashion blogger who, along with mm-hmm. it seems it's about five or six other Howard University employees over a period of what five or six years. Misappropriated over a million dollars in financial aid. So basically, these employees were living their best life off of y'all students' refund checks. Girl. (laughs) But the way that he is, so Tyrone is being dragged in the media. Like he had all his, um, 
his Instagram, which has now been taken down, but not before people took all the screenshots in the world. Cause he's mm-hmm. seriously, have you seen them? Was obviously, um, he's a, he was a little, how you doing? Obviously, mm-hmm. but was living his best life in his Gucci loafers and his mink coats and, um, Wakanda vacations all over basically being a student so what he says what they what they allege is that he is the one who received like the most amount of money so basically he got almost half a million dollars in grants and scholarships over the four years um of his attendance at howard university he says that you know he didn't take any money that would did not did not belong to him that this was all grant money and scholarships so just imagine you are a student at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and you are basically living off a refund check. So what is that? That's like over $100,000 a year. So uh-huh. homeboy was pulling up to the school in a Range Rover. <laughs> he must have had a photographer on location. It was a quote. It was something I was looking at. He was like, Girl, they had him on a side pose. And he was like, another semester down, another bag secured with his Gucci <laughs> sling around his shoulders. Girl, <laughs> there's this meme. There's this meme going around, and it says it's it has a picture of um of um what's the dude's name from um L.A. Um, <laughs> damn, the one who was with Death Row, who owned Death Row. What's his name? Um, which one? The owner of Death Row. Well, it was the white guy, but who who are you talking about? No, not, no, not, the big, the oh, oh, the um, oh, 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 he's on, he's on oh, murder. God damn it! Why can't I think of his name? Shug Knight. Shug Knight. So there's a meme going yeah. around for Morgan State, and it says, "If you don't want, hold on, let me pull that real quick. If you don't want the um, hold on, give me, give me a second. Let me pull up my Facebook." I could be accurate in this. This shit was hilarious. Be accurate. Be accurate, damn it. Accurate. <laughs> so it says, um, <sighs> Tyrone Hankerson you know, is my is, is my life though right now. <laughs> it says, if you don't want dudes in fedoras and brunch boots stealing your money, come to Morgan State. Brunch boots, girl. I died. Girl, you just you have to see. If they, I mean, they're all around the internet, but there are pictures of this dude who I'm telling you, mm-hmm. if you want to live your best life off of financial aid, please check his check his pictures out, girl. Oh, how did he do it? So I'm so what they were doing is, I mean, basically they were embezzling money off of financial aid. So what, and they were saying it wasn't federal funds funding. It was so I guess it was all grants and scholarships that were all in house. They were all it was Howard University money. So you know, you remember the financial aid office, and mm-hmm. you know you got the financial aid advisor. So it was a it was an in inter office thing. They were taking money that was earmarked for students, mm-hmm. and like I said, living their best life. Mm-hmm. Off of those refund checks. <laughs> Man. So I, I heard that I think was it Harvard got charged with the same thing? I, I heard about Columbia University. Col- Columbia? Yeah, okay. I heard that. I mean it's this is this is it's actually like it's it's rampant what from what I'm understanding. Like this is not just a an isolated inst- incident. You mm-hmm. got financial aid offices that are getting shit, you know, shook down by their employees. Because in Columbia University, mm-hmm. they had a student. Columbia 
over the course of like four years got like almost 700 grand. <laughs> what in the world? You're almost a millionaire. Are you kidding me? What? I was eating all the fucking noodles in school. What kind of books? What what book check is it? What kind of books are you buying? What is that? What is that? Where are you eating that? What cafeteria are you eating that? What meal plan plan is that? Right. You're insane. I mean, you know, I'm just, it's so funny because I'm like, I hope he lived, you know, because I mean, now they're talking about <laughs> criminal charges. I mean, this, this it's, it's getting, it's going to get real for Tyrone in a minute. God damn it. That name Tyrone has been dragged in the mud. Like, <laughs> don't live this. <laughs> Who's calling Tyrone? That's what our episode should be. Look, uh, hashtag Tyrone Hagerson, live your best life. <laughs> right? Live your life like it's golden. That's what I'm <laughs> Background. I'm taking my freedom. <laughs> Man, he. Well, how, so how did he get caught? How did he get caught? So you know, you know? What, what rhymes with what rhymes with bitch? It's a snitch. So obviously somebody <laughs> told. <laughs> right. Somebody told. So it, it was an internal investigation, and what they were saying is that that the president actually knew that this was going on. There was an internal investigation, an audit that was done, and then it was discovered that there were about six employees who were still working in the financial aid office and you know they had a little they had a little hustle going on i was like that's better than the numbers that's better than um, putting in for the lottery (laughs) here is guaranteed money guaranteed they were making a killing so um tyrone hankerson Mm -hmm. uh when is where do you have an offer up page when is your ebay sale Right, when you gonna liquidate all that shit you got? Cause that bag that you secured, I need to secure that. That Gucci bag, you don't need it no more. You don't need it. Where you going? You not gonna be able to take it. Living his best life. Can you imagine though? That's when you you want to live your best life in college. Can you imagine? Man. I am, mm-hmm. I am, I'm making like a hundred. He's, I mean, obviously he took like over a hundred thousand dollars a year. What kind Man. of life can you live? And you're a student. I'm living my best life possible. Girl, off campus. He got a, his apartment is Right, he got he got the off campus ha- apartment popping. He got the mm, Gucci mm, bags, mm. the Gucci loafers, the minks. I'm I'm I was <laughs> just like it's just like a nigga. Lord, how you doing? So, girl, the pictures was just fabulous. It just mm. fab. I got to I got to look this dude up. <laughs> it was one he was flying. He was in the air flying with the Gucci loafers. <laughs> Everybody else at home studying for their calculus. Oh, oh man! I mean that as bad as it is now for him because shit is really about to hit the fan. They bring some charges. I mean it's it's done for. But as bad as it was, I'm just like, you know what? I I hope mm-hmm. it was fun. I hope you had a great time. You know, I hope mm-hmm. at least. You got that 7.0 <laughs> range out of stuff. <laughs> At least. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, that was good. All right, that was a good one. So, okay. All right. Moving on. So, what else did you want to talk about? So, a couple of things. Um, real quick. So, um, I just read something about the um, Philly Housing Authority has banned smoking in public housing. So, okay. there's no smoking within uh, a residential unit. 
Um, there's no. Yeah, are we just talking cigarettes or what are we talking about? It's smoking. They just said smoking. I'm assuming cigarettes because I don't think I don't think weed is legal in Philly. I, I'm I, not. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but I'm assuming that it's 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 cigarettes. And so there's no smoking in residences. Um, there's no smoking in indoor common areas, administration buildings, um, <laughs> and outdoor areas up to 25 feet. Now, some of this I do. I'm not a smoker. And cigarette smoke triggers my allergies. It just ruins my whole day. Yes. So like in the admin buildings and like the common areas, I can get with that because I just I don't like cigarette smoke. But to tell someone they can't smoke inside their house. Mm. That so is, that's what it. OK, so th- I, that's what I'm trying to understand. So that is what this um, legislature is looking to do is is ban smoking in your private in your home. private your private public housing. <laughs> so it ain't what's so <laughs> private, but. <laughs> I'm not, wait, we're supposed to, this is a woke minute. We're not supposed to. <laughs> Sorry, we will. We, hold on, we gotta wake up. Give us a minute. Okay. You woke, are you, did you wake up? I woke. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm hold on, on. I got woke. All right. Woke. All right. <laughs> you gotta wake up real quick. <laughs> it's the woke minute. It's no laughing. Go ahead. So yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, even though we're joking and make light of it, but it's really an infringement of your privacy. And I think it's, it, it smells like systemic racism because- I agree. You know, why, why, why is this implemented? You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand the reason behind this. So it's supposed to go into effect um, July, 2018. So I guess it was um, put into play last year, but goes into effect in you know, July of this year. So. I don't know what to make of that part of it. You know, I do agree with, but you know, what you do inside your home is what you do inside your home. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So I I just, I want to understand why they feel the need to like take these rights away from, you know, pretty much every other citizen in the United States gets to enjoy. Why? Because you live on, like you said, public private housing. In a, <laughs> you you have a private room in public housing that right. you don't get to enjoy the same rights. I don't I don't mm-hmm. understand what's the what's the point of that. Yeah, I I don't I don't understand it either. I don't think I'm going to ever understand it. Some of the policies that are implemented in these governments, even on the local and the state and federal level, it's just it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it doesn't make sense. I don't. So, so is it a, I'm, and I'm also, I'm thinking like, okay, so what if you, what if you are caught smoking in your public private housing? What does that mean? Does that mean that you're banned off the property? Does that mean that you yeah, have to you move out? out? I mean, so if you get yeah. caught on your first time getting caught on your, on your fourth time, so you have one, two, three times to get caught on that fourth time, you get kicked out. You wow. Get kicked out. So, so, yeah. okay. So that, that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it's about. Yeah, you're exactly right. So, so you say, but it hasn't passed yet. Well, it goes into effect. From what I read, it goes into effect um, July 2018. So, well, you know, we'll see if it gets overturned before then, or if the, you know, if it gets changed. I don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but as of now, it goes into effect July uh, 2018. Wow. So, okay. So we're we're gonna have to really be, you know, that's that's a developing story, and I'm I'm curious to see what what exactly is going to happen i mean you know this is this is the government overreaching um <laughs> it's pretty it's overreaching and it's almost the same as this policy that trump wanted to implement where 
people who are receiving um, benefits, food benefits, mm-hmm. um, you know, now you get a benefits card, but he wants to implement a, a program where your food, get, it's already like prepackaged foods being mailed to you every month. Really? I didn't hear about Girl. that. Yeah. So this was, this was a new story that um, happened a couple, couple months ago, maybe one or two months ago. Uh, but, you know, a lot of his, his plans that he wants to implement policies, they never really come to fruition. But this one, again, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I wouldn't, first of all, I wouldn't trust that food. And second of all, what about your, your fresh foods? You know, what about your yep, dairy products? Out, uh, your milk and <laughs> You know, what about that? You're gonna mail that. You gotta to forget it. That's what it means. <laughs> like, what? Are you are you are we going back what? to the days of getting you wanna be milk? You wanna be healthy? No, we're going back to the days right. of the black cheese. The uh the government the black cheese. cheese and the powdered milk. Yeah, and the powdered milk, that nasty mess. <laughs> that shit was nasty. Like I had I grew up on that. It was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna I, live past what? 40? <laughs> Why? You wanna be healthy? <laughs> right. Wow. You don't want your intestines blocked up, you know? <laughs> you don't want to be constipated. <laughs> Why? Oh my gosh. I, wow. I didn't even hear that. Okay. Yeah. This is- yeah. So it's it's the same thing. It's just, you know, just because, you know, these people being criminalized and over-policed for being poor. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what it is. You know, if we took more energy into um, helping people, um, get out of these economic, you know, strongholds, then our country will be better instead of penalizing them and criminalizing them. But, mm-hmm. you know, this has been a policy. This has been a, a systematic yep. thing that's been happening for decades. Absolutely. For decades. Okay. Well, this is a story that we definitely have to follow up. Definitely. I, you know, I definitely want to be updated on this. See how, yeah. see how this one fares out. We'll see. So, okay. Since we are, yeah. um, we're still talking woke, so I'm going to put on my my serious face, and um, I want to touch on Stefan Clark. I believe it's Stefan Clark, mm-hmm. a young man in Sacramento, California, who was shot, now they're saying eight times in the back mm-hmm. by an unarmed black man was shot again um, mm-hmm. by the police. So I think um, the last I quoted said he was shot three times in his lower back, twice near his shoulder, once in the neck once in his armpit. He was also shot in the leg. Um, he had a neck wound coming from the side. This is from Dr. I think Omalu, the same doctor who um, did all the research on the CTS with the NFL players. Okay. So mm-hmm. He was actually hired by the family to do a private autopsy that was conducted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, the results of the autopsy pretty much fly in the face of whatever the police were saying their official statements. Always. Always. Right. I mean, this is, I mean, that's just like, I can, this is, this is boilerplate. I'm basically saying what we already know. So, um, of course the, uh, his family has accused the police department of trying to cover up their misconduct. Um, Mm -hmm. which was the reason why they decided to do these separate autopsies. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, this is my, I, I have to breathe in with exasperation because here we go again. Now, you know, the, the turning point is what do we do about it? What are we going to do about it as a community, as a whole? We see this happen all the time. Um, and it's such a sad story because he, he was, of course, a victim of um, mistaken identity, so they say. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, the report came out that they had somebody that was breaking into cars and, you know, he was shot in his grandmother's backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, I mean, what can you say? It's, it's like, you know, I, for a minute I was really into, um, and I still am not saying that I'm not into it at all because I I still read up on the stuff and I still get infuriated, infuriated with these stories. But what are we going to do is the question. You know, we can keep talking about this. We can do a protest. We can sign hashtags, think pieces. We can do all kinds. But what are we going to do <laughs> about pieces. this? You know, you know, you know, people write these whole long, you know, think pieces on, on, you know, what happened. Because mm-hmm. there's a story that came out that said, I guess somebody went back in his Twitter feed or Facebook or something where he made these, um, these comments against black women. I think so. His kid's mother is... Oh, I did I don't see know that. She, she was. She, I think she's a. She's Asian, so his child she's is half Asian. Asian. Yeah. So they made some comments about not liking black women. So some people are like on the fence on whether to support, be in support of him. But you know, that isn't that sad though. I think I don't it know. Is. Isn't that part sad? I mean, I, I, I did. I heard about the tweets and I read a little bit. You know where he was, and you know, rest in peace. But he was mm-hmm. talking real greasy about black women. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, assuming that the tweets were authentic, um, you know, everybody's entitled mm-hmm. to their opinion. Um, I'm sure, you mm-hmm. know, 22-year-old as a black man did not think that, you know, he would lose his life at the hand of the police, but that's exactly what happened. So regardless, yeah. I think, of where he was with his love for black women or black people and, you know, so on and so forth, it does not negate the fact that um, another life was lost. Yeah. Um, at the hands of law enforcement, and right? Black life, right? You know, I, so I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that because, um, you know, I don't. Even, I don't even know what to say about this anymore because I feel like I keep reiterating and regurgitating the same talk yeah. that I've talked before. So it's like I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore about it because it's it's so yeah. it's so blatant. And because this this is also comes at the same time of that black cop who mistakenly killed that Australian one, white woman. And he's being charged with murder. I can't think of his name. Um, it's in the oh. news now too. So you know, we have all these cases of all these white cops and non-white cops, or you know, killing all these black people, and they're getting off. Um, and then we have this black cop who mistakenly um, kills this white woman, and you know, he's being he's going on trial for murder. You know, and he's going to go to jail for a very long time. I, I didn't, I didn't, and I, I was following that story up to the point. You know, I didn't know it was a black police officer that shot her. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know that he was being charged with murder. And it's it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of quiet. It's kind of kept under wraps. I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, it's very quiet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But this, there's, wow. They're saying that there's no way he could have felt like his life was in danger. Blah, blah, you know, you know. And I'm just, just like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sickening because, you know, this is a situation for me. Like, you know, I'm not getting out there with the picket signs. I'm not doing the whole... I'm not. I'm not doing that. But at the same time, I do believe that there needs to be um, um, some support of you know raising awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know. So at the same time, no, you're not gonna have me out here with a picket sign, and I'm not. You know, I'm not Black Lives Mattering it down. Mm-hmm. But like I said, at the same time, we do need awareness um, of police brutality um, and trying to. I mean, we're talking about strongholds. We're talking about um, mentalities and we're talking about um, mindsets, you know? So what does it take to change a mindset? You know, and really most of the time, and I'm, I'm talking about police and I'm talking about even the black community, a lot of these preconceived notions come out of fear. You know, mm-hmm. you think of these white police officers, it's, 
you know, whatever act that it was. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking up for them in any way because it was in cold blood, but you're talking about a semi-automatic weapon and it's, you know, it's firing. I mean, they're talking like rapid fire they're talking about eight shots. Like, what were you so afraid of? What were you so scared of? Whether it was real or, or not that caused you to do that, whether it was, I don't, you know, I don't know about the community there, but you know, you got white police officers, which to me is, 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 you know, we need to look at that. I think, you know, community, people who live in a community need to police their own community. I agree so, with that. I agree right. with that. Yep. So if you're getting these white police officers who have to travel 20, 30 minutes or outside of the black community to come to work every day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and every day he sees certain things that he can't relate to because that's not his that's not his reality right. when he leaves here and goes or goes back to his little white suburb or wherever he lives. So you know, mm-hmm. it's got that angst that that happens. It's like it's another day on the job, and he's um he's dealing with these people that he can't relate to. You know that are mm-hmm. are over here in this mm-hmm. community. I mean, I mean, what what does that breed? Whether that breeds a hatred, that breeds a fear, that breeds a disgust. It's something. You know, it's different than look. Um, Joe, the police officer, lives up the street here. This is your community. So mm-hmm. you know, you can't get away with certain things. That you can get away with when you know I'm leaving out at the end of my shift. I'm leaving out of here, and I ain't got nothing to do with y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> around here. It's it's yeah. totally different. So, um, I think that you know that should be a big thing. They do with the teachers. You know, a lot of times, a lot of these schools, it's, it's the teachers. Teachers have to live in a community. Police should live in a community. I think it is. Yeah. You know, well, I, did, mm-hmm. well, I, I don't know if that's well. I I'm not familiar with that because I've been in the school systems and a lot of these teachers are white teachers who don't live in the community. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of them are, are, you know, but it's, it's, and that's a whole other, that's actually a whole other issue we can talk about on another mm-hmm. podcast about teacher recruitment, pay, oh, and yeah, yeah. enticing minority, te- you know, enticing minority teachers to teach in the community. But, um, cause there, there was actually real side note real quick. There was actually, um, an article I read that said that most students prefer, um, teachers of color over white teachers, even white students, even white students, even white students prefer um, teachers of color over white teachers. Wow. I wonder why. What was it? Did you, you know, I don't know. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with a cult. It's a cultural thing. You know, white teachers can't relate to black kids or Hispanic kids. You know, they just, they can't relate to them on um, a certain level where I think a black, a black teacher can, you know, a Hispanic teacher can, and even, I think even an Asian teacher can, because, you know, we're all minorities in this country. So on some level, you can relate better to these kids more than a privileged white woman could, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're, you're definitely like, we, let's, let's footnote that. Cause I think that is a, that's an excellent conversation for another podcast when we decide to get woke. Um, but, <laughs> but just, you know, just to, just to kind of wrap this up, cause I, I think this is, this is going to be an on, ongoing topic of conversation. I mean, you know, there, there's no big, um, I don't think anything is happening anytime soon. Unfortunately, I think a lot of, a lot more lives are going to be lost. A lot of black lives are going to be lost, um, before we get to a, 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 a platform of change. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I think we need to look at the, who's policing the communities, um, you know, fear is the killer of everything. And I, I just think a lot of this, a lot of this, uh, the feelings spawn from fear. 
There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a fear there that needs to be addressed, whatever that is. And like I said, whatever, whether it's real or imagined, um, that needs to be looked at. Because, you know, I, I mean, that you hear this, every mm-hmm. police officer, you know, they fear for their lives. And it's like, yo, the dude was unarmed. I mean, I don't know what you saw. And, I, you know, I think you kind of made some stuff up to say, I, look, I saw something because it's an imagined fear that you had, obviously. You know, it is. Being said. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know. Couldn't I think you know there was more police there than this one black man? So it just it doesn't add up at all. Um, mm-hmm. it, it never adds up. It never adds up. You know, so, but yeah, we so got to look at the laws, the policies. We got you know every everything needs to be looked at, and you know especially how we um how we how we treat people of color. I just. You know, this really gets on my nerves, and and you know, I wanna, I wanna talk about it, I wanna kind of delve in it, but I'm like, the more, you know, I don't wanna be a part of that, you know, that the side where all we do is talk. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because that's 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 essentially how, it, what it is right now, and that's how I feel. At one point, I was like, I wanna be a part of a organization or a movement or, you know, something that is actually doing something, you know. Um, but even you know some of these. And, and not to knock them at all, um, you know. I think we. I I really think that um, the uh, what's the word I'm going for? Like the like the platform that they're they're on needs to be. Mm-hmm. A, it needs to be. I don't know. It needs to be changed because it needs to be revamped. No, revamped. Because I I feel like it 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 it, it harkens back to the civil rights it movement does. era it does no disrespect to that but that does not you can't you can't use that for today we're in 2018 mm-hmm. and you know I, you know and that's what like i i don't think uh, a martin luther king would have done very well today that movement does not apply for today, you know for today when you know the first time we we got wind of um, you know, police brutality was remember the, the Rodney King beating, like, mm-hmm. yo, that was on somebody's cell phone and it went around the world. Like you're dealing with, with, um, you know, you're dealing with a whole different platform, a whole different, uh, media perspective. So mm-hmm. I just feel like they're, you know, the movement and the message is outdated and it, yeah. it, 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 you know, it needs some upgrades in order for it yeah, to apply for today. Because, you know, really, I think this is like an economic issue. If we can create our own economic base, then all this shit mm-hmm. would be, it would be like null and void. How so? We, we don't have, what do you, what do you because, mean about that? I, I agree, but tell me, what do you mean? Because you think of, you think about all these, um, these other uh, communities, like the Italian community, the Asian community, the, uh, the Jewish community, they have, mm-hmm. they all have a strong economic base. You don't hear about the cups running it. Maybe I don't know the, the Italians. They, they they're something different. But you know, um, but you don't hear about the cops running in into and killing uh, Jewish people. You don't hear about them mm-hmm. killing Asian people. You know, um, you just don't you just don't hear about it because it doesn't happen because they mm-hmm. have an economic base. You know, and even you know we always talk about let's get out and vote, <laughs> let's make a change. Uh, I do, do vote. I, I do vote, and I, and I vote based. You know, people died for us to do it, but I really don't see any change that comes out of our voting because Absolutely. I think we—it's a sham. We give our votes anyway. away. Yeah, we give our votes to these Democrat to the Democratic Party based off of, um, you know, we think they're they're better than the Republicans. But you know, what are you going to do for my vote 
if I vote for you, if I, you know, if right. I, you know, get this block of people to vote you into office, what are you going to do for our people? And that's what the Asians do. You know, they don't, they don't really care. Mm -hmm. They, they hold you to the task. You're right. They right. hold you to the task. And they have the lowest, they have a very low um, voter turnout rate um, than anyone in the, in the country because their economic base doesn't care. And plus they have a home country. So that, that's a whole other yeah. part of it too. Um, that they can always run back to to support because really we are almost like orphan kids in America. Don't you, know? you feel like that as you get yeah. older? I'm just that yeah. is, you know. I'm just as a side note, but we're talking about it because I think that's so. You know, I'm I'm here in I, I live in Florida, and you know, me being a northerner coming from New York and New Jersey and coming here. So one of the questions that I've never got asked this question until I moved here. It is, what's your nationality? What's your background? Mm -hmm. So, you know, my younger self, I mean, oh, I'm from New York. You know, I, I went to school in Jersey. Like, that's the extent of my background. But what they really are asking is, you know, what's your home country? Right. Where are your people from? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times I'm like, and which has caused me to delve more deeply into my background because I'm like, how do you answer that question? Like, I, look, I'm black. What do you say? And then, you know, and I used to get flip about it. I'm like, well, what do you see when you look at me? You see a black woman like I'm black. But mm -hmm. it's really like, man, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm I'm. I'm, I had to go through Ancestry.com and do, you know, and, and my a, a whole genetic test to understand, okay, what home country, because I have no idea. So it's it's just interesting that you brought that up, because I'm like, I never got asked that question until I moved to this country. Basically, you know, it's a it's a homeland for immigrants. Nobody for, that lives here is from here. Everybody is from someplace. And, you know, you have classes of, of Black people. And they want to know, you know, I was like, I never got asked that question, you know, because I remember even even in New York, you mean, you had you had Haitians, you had Jamaicans, you had all these people and and they held on to their, um, you know, their home, their their home. But at the same time, they wanted to assimilate. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as soon as they came fresh off the boat, I remember just being in school and I had, it was a lot of Jamaicans that were to school and, you know, day one or day two, it's, you know, it's 40 degrees outside and they looking like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like little shorts and, and some sandals, but they, they learn real quick, like mm -hmm. you gotta, at when in, like when in Rome, you got to do what the Romans do. So I never had that, um, you know, where it's like, I need to identify with a home country. So you're so right when you said it. Like you know, we're like we're like or orphans. You know, we're like orphan aunties. Yeah, it's a hard not life. Like I, I'm still learning. You know about myself and about where my family came from and you know the many different countries that 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 you know and continents that they came from and came together. But it's an interesting. That's an interesting conversation. I think we could delve into that some more. One day. Yeah. One day one thing mm -hmm. yeah so but, but i've always wondered you know that you know new york has a, a huge population of people who come from the caribbean whether it's you know the spanish side or you know the west indian side i'm like why did y'all come to new york because it's cold <laughs> here <laughs> i just never understood that it is cold here. new way. york has such a reputation i know worldwide <laughs> it has such a reputation for just being the place to be and it's funny you know like i grew up in new york pre um Rudy Giuliani and as much as people talk about him and say all kind of things like that man did clean up a lot of New York 
So I remember, <laughs> I remember a dirtier New York than even what you know. It was, it, you know, as much as it was, whoo, girl. And especially I remember being, being a young girl and, and, um, you know, we would go, my mom worked in, she worked near the World Trade Center at the time. And we would have to drive uptown and come, you know, past 42nd Street. And I just remember, you know, we were told like, close your eyes. Cause girl, it was, I mean, ooh, Times Square was like, you know, the 25 cent nudie movies, all kinds of, I mean, naked women. It was, it was, it, I, ooh, ooh, it was trashy. So I had to close my eyes, like, mm, you don't have to, you, you don't, <laughs> close your eyes until we get on the West Highway, Mm-mm, you're not going to look at this. Uh-huh. It was there. So he, he really did clean, clean it up. So, but I think the reputation, I mean, you can go anywhere in the world and people, you know, the big apple yeah. and they want to take a bite right. and you care about Broadway. I mean, it's all stories, mm-hmm. but it kind of makes sense. Like, you know, when they cut, where they want to go. I mean, it's, you look at the black population that's in New York. Um, you look at the, the lifestyle. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, man, yeah. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, that's what I get. You you go to Florida. It's like it's 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 close to where you just came from, and the weather (laughs) is comparable. Like I just maybe just I just I just can't get with these New York winners. I just cannot. They just I'm not a winner person. So I told you, girl, you can always come down. down (laughs) I've look. I'm I'm living my best life. I've given that up. If I don't see snow (laughs) anymore for the rest of my life, I am good. I've been blessed. Girl, I get it. I, I live in Florida too. More so. to you know, fill a lifetime. When I um, so I lived in Florida too years ago for three I years. Yeah, so you know, around December, New Year's, I it felt so weird to have on shorts. I felt like I was like doing something wrong. Didn't <laughs> you? Felt, I love it. I, I love it too. I got used to it, but it just felt so awkward because you used to be a bundled up and it being cold and being miserable and complaining. But no, I had on shorts. Mm, girl, we spent like, we spent Christmas yeah. Eve on the beach. I've never done that in my life up until last year. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. <laughs> that absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And I felt like I was doing something wrong too. Like they got somebody gonna turn on a snow machine. Any, right. Yeah, be <laughs> done. Any minute, this is all gonna be over. I gave away all my coats. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, it really is beautiful though. I I I absolutely love the weather. Oh my goodness, what? So what were we talking about? We we start talking about that, but all right. Yeah, we, we all. Off. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very good. No, for it's going so good. On a tangent, but I love it know. though. And you know, I love you for that, cause girl, <laughs> girl, I can go down a rabbit hole. And be like, How do we end up talking about? And I've been right down with you, like. <laughs> so um. Just to kind of bring it real back real quick on to a serious note. So mm-hmm. um, back in, there was this viral picture that went around, this little boy and his little fedora that yes. had a sign that said, you know, I'm giving away free hugs. And it was a, you know, there was a picture of him hugging this police officer. And this was during the time of the Ferguson um, riots when, um, um, I'm so terrible with names, but when the, the young kid got shot, the one who was, uh, they said he had stole something from the, um, like the corner store some cigarillos and um and so the police mm-hmm. shot him his body was laid out on the um the ground for 4 hours it was just it was just horrible 
Yeah, so I feel um, like we, we've got to find his name, but go ahead. Yeah, so, um, so there was this viral picture of this little boy who was there. And, you know, when I saw this picture, and immediately I just got so annoyed because I'm like, this is like Uncle Tom at its finest right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's how I initially felt. But, you know, <laughs> and they got the little really? I did feel that way because I'm like we we're, right now we're at, we have such a tense relation with the police with police officers and also you know all the time there's like an issue with um with police you know with the police officer killing a black person like clockwork there'll be another video of a police officer doing a cha cha slide at a <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's, you know that's what I'm the saying? PR, so it's that's like, the PR machine at its finest. The, that, and so, and so when I see this picture, I'm like, this is this is that it brings me back to those to that moment when these when I'm watching these. I don't even watch these videos anymore. You know, I don't even watch them because I'm like, where are you? Where are you when your comrades are abusing us? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where are you when this is all going down and happening? And why won't you? And when it does happen, why don't you speak up for us? I don't need you to be invited to our fucking cookout. I don't. You don't have to come. I don't want you at our cookout. You know, I want you to fucking stand up for us because you you have the um right. you have the platform to do it. So I got initially annoyed with this, but you said the slide. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so fast forward to now. So apparently, he's an adopted kid along with five other kids. I think five of them are black and one than that. looks like. Some- I don't. I've read reports. It was six. It was five black kids, and one is uh, one kid is like um, a kid of color. I don't know if he's Hispanic or age. I don't know what what he is, but he's mm-hmm. he's not black, but he looks like you know he's like whatever. So they're adopted by two lesbian women um, mm-hmm. who've been married for twenty years, and apparently these women drove their SUV off of a cliff, killing themselves and three of their kids. Three of their, yep. the other three kids can't be located, including the little boy who was in the picture. His name is Devonte. Um, so the the parents' names are Jennifer and Sarah Hunt Hart. So apparently they have been investigated for child abuse and neglect. Right. Um, they weren't feeding the kids. They were using um, food as a as a punishment to them. So you know, um, and Devonte, according to their neighbors, he would go and ask for food and say, you know, their parents aren't feeding them. And if they could leave food by the fence for him and, you know, for his brothers and sisters. So I mentioned in these charges, these women drove their car off a cliff and killed these kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reading these articles and the New York Post um, or the New York Times, um, they have a great article on it. They're, they're sticking to the facts, whatever. But I read this another article on a smaller uh, newspaper. And they really made these women into angels. <laughs> like I'm reading this, I'm like, these bitches just killed these kids. LGBT angels. Yes, that's what they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And they ju- they just talked about them like they were the like they were just these angelic people who. I, I have mistaken. yes, I have seen quite a few articles that paint them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as when it's just the facts, because I mean, the reality is they were under investigation. They said that CPS Child Protective Services had come out um, because of the reports that the kid Devante was going to neighbors asking for food as well as um, for his whole family. So mm-hmm. when the CPS workers came to the door, the woman didn't they didn't answer the they did not answer the door. Instead, they got in their SUV 
um, and and took a scenic route right off the cliff with the kids in tow. With the kids, with yep. the kids, killed these innocent kids. Um, yep. So you know they will never get their retribution. They will never be trial tried. You know this is a, mm-hmm. this is a cowardly way out. You know, yep. and hopefully you know. I don't know if I believe in hell, but I really, I really hope there is a hell for them. I hope they're fucking burning right now. Mm-hmm. I hope they're burning. Yep, because it, and it's right. They had the the three that were in the car and then the three that are missing and um, you know, presumed uh, dead. I'm sure at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, that was a really sad. I mean, I mean, I don't know what you you know, because I think I've read articles where they were like the Crusaders for. You know, they were such a lovely family, and for them to take these these rainbow children in or children of color, and mm-hmm. you know, and in a lesbian household, and it was just all these niceties. And I'm like, but wait a minute, these crazy bitches put their right. kids in the car and mm-hmm. drove off a cliff, and they weren't and, feeding them, yeah, and weren't feeding them. And neighbors clearly have said that. So I don't, you know, I don't know how you juxtapose or how you know how you make sense of. You got starving kids, you got child protective service, you got investigation going on. And then they were like, Yeah, there were no skid marks on the road. So clearly mm-hmm. it was a it was a thought 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 out planned action. Uh, whether mm-hmm. the two women in the car did it or not, but somebody was intent on not returning home. And they said, you know, they left the dog, the cat, whatever, all the everything in the house. So clearly it just it seemed like it was something that was that was planned. Very, very coward, coward. Yeah. Yep. of them very cowardly um, and unfortunately all those lives were lost <sighs> yeah so that's um it, that just really hurts my heart and, and it makes me really think back to that picture when the kid was hugging that police officer so i'm thinking mm-hmm. maybe he was he was really a cry for help. help right exactly he was maybe trying to get some help like you know can you you know yeah wow very, so, very, you sad. know, may these kids rest in peace and hopefully they're in um, a better place. And those women are crispy right now. Burning in hell so. for doing all yeah. that. Should have left them where they was. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. okay. On another note, on another okay. note, mm-hmm. what you got? I was looking at you. I mean, we, we'd have been woke for oh. so long. I was ready to go ratchet, but I was. <laughs> No, I'm, 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 I, this, I need to bring my spirits up. Like, this is heavy. So I really want to talk about, um, so really, Netflix is really stepping up their game. They come out with some good programming. Like, they have TV series, uh, movies, the original content is just amazing. So I think like a week ago, there was um, a movie about Roxanne Shantae. It's called Roxanne Roxanne. Yes! Yeah! I did see it. I did watch yes. it. Yes. So I have my, I have my, my two cents. Yeah. Roxanne Shantae was a female hip-hop artist. And she was like a, a freestyle, um, you know, battler back in the day. Um, and she had, she had a couple of songs out. She got signed to, was it Cold Chillin' record? She got signed to, I think. Um, I can't remember that. Maybe I may I may have made that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I may have made that up. But um, she was under uh, Marley Mall, uh, DJ Marley Mall. But you know who robbed her? Did you see that? I, I Girl, don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But we have to. Spoil. 
he so that's what did you did you was that your takeaway because i talked to somebody else and they were like no you know that was how that was the times like i was like no he robbed her he robbed along her. with the other dude yeah they he gave her some money flim flam story about his bag everybody so everybody else got paid except for me uh-uh i ain't buying that wow i ain't buying that i ain't buying that but this was it was i love like i'm i'm, I'm just such like a, a sponge for hip-hop i love watching all these documentaries that come on netflix and I'm always online trying to find these all these old documentaries about uh, about hip hop how it started and I just love it and it just takes me back to that time you know what I mean I, I remember this song being out and I remember being a kid and I remember wanting my name to be Shantae and I just I just love it I just love this era and it just brought back so many memories um, you know I grew up in Virginia which is totally different from New York but it's you know some parent it's it's in some time, in some areas, it's parallel because, you know, I lived into I lived in a neighborhood where, you know, that was, you know, had some troubles. But so I could relate to <laughs> that. Was so nice. Stuff. You like had some troubles. I know. I didn't. I didn't know how else to say it. <laughs> you know, but it's but even though it had a lot of troubles, it was a neighborhood I loved. Mm-hmm. I loved it because all of my favorite childhood memories are when I lived in this neighborhood. I had a bunch of friends, and even though you know these these neighborhoods were kind of like living on top of each other, you know, um, in these apartment buildings or public mm-hmm. housing or wherever you live, you know, you may not have lived that way, but how I live, you know, but you think back, you always have people to play with, you know, you always have friends. Now people live in these communities, they live in these houses, you know, your, know your friend other. lives over here, they don't know each other. So to me, it was like a sense of community back then. But that's another side note. Um, but I just I love this movie. It was it was great. You know the door knocker. She was grabbing. <laughs> now I, I have a question it. for you though, because your boo, what's his name? Mahershala um, Ali, which I love. I just, I love did him. you love him in this movie? I fucking hated him in this movie. Thank you. Okay. I hated I mean, him in this movie. He was crazy. He right. was great. And you know, okay. So here's here's my my take on it, which was I did love it. I felt like it was short. Like it did. Yeah. Um. And I. And, it was an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I think um, it could have been like a three or four part series. Like, I agree not, with you. I yeah. think it could have it could have did the new edition thing, and you it yeah. could have really been fleshed out. Um, I heard some talk about you know Nia Long, who played her mother, kind of was a scene scene still, and I was like, no, you know she did. I think she did an excellent job. She was believable. I loved her. There was a part that she said, and girl, I I was dying for like ten minutes. She was like. You got my house in here smelling like dirty jeans. What? Like you ironing dirty jeans? I was dying. You know what that smells like. You know how that smells. Got my house smelling like you ironing dirty jeans up here. So I I, I mean, I love that. Um, Your boo, though, I did not like his boo. But you know what it made me think? Like, seriously, it, it was a reminisce movie for me as well because... I didn't grow up in the projects per se, but um, I was project affiliated. Let's just say that. So um, project adjacent. I was a project adjacent. So I, I, but I remember there was that sense of community that you don't even see anymore. Like you know, remember when the the kids were waiting outside for the fathers or father that didn't come, yeah. and the neighbor yeah. was you know looking out the window. She said, "I'm you know I'll watch the kids for you." Like that is what you know the older women you had a re- mm-hmm. the old the elders you had a respect for the elders. Yeah, um, there was that that sense of community. And even, you know, every even though um, all the guys in her life seemed to take care of her, even, you know, the, the hustlers, the drug dealers, you know, they looked out for her in one way or another. So, you mm-hmm. know, you see that um, 
I love the, I just, I, you know, I, I love the, like, the door knockers, you know, she had a nameplate with her name on it, I remember, good boy, Girl. I begged for that, I had, I got one for Christmas, <laughs> I begged for it, with my name on a gold, it was 10 karat gold, yes it oh, was, yeah. and I got a rope chain, that was a big thing, I was like, I want a rope chain with uh -huh. my name on it, so that was a, that was a big thing, you know, the Kangles, and, mm -hmm. um, I love the family bond, you know, that, you know, even though it could have been a sad story, you know, that whole thing with the, with her mother, you know, and the dude running off with the, um, yeah, down payment. Like, I was like, God damn it. We got to have a, a damn, or don't we always have to have one of those? Like that, that's the, um, what's the Florida Evans and James Bowman? Like, we don't <laughs> damn, 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 damn. Yeah, then that like like the day they were supposed to move, they couldn't move. I'm like, God, they was all packed with the boxes in the in the living room. Like this nigga done ran yeah. off with the money, girl. Don't ran you ran off that? with the bag, the whole bag. Mm, that was crazy. You never seen them anymore. But that that was but I was just like, God damn it, we gotta have a, a good times moment right now. Um, but I did, I love it. But I I was I was talking about your boo, and I was thinking, you know. I mean, he was like, she was like 14, 15 years old. And he and was probably close to 40, 35, 40 years old. Right. But here's where I'm like, you know, I remember. I don't know if it's prevalent as much today. I don't know because I'm, I'm not that age. But I just remember being 14, 15 years old. And it was old dudes trying to holler like, mm -hmm. you know, 30, 30 and up. Yeah. And it was nothing to talk to an older dude. Like, they don't want to talk. They want to talk to you. Yeah, I remember. So I remember back in high school, it was me and like some of my friends, and we had met these guys. I don't know who actually met them first, but met these guys, and we used to hang out with them. We used to have hotel parties, and now I think about it, I'm like, we were like 16, 15, 17 years old. But they had to have been like close to 30 years old. What do you want with us? <laughs> what do you want with us? It was it was it was so now that I think about it, it was so weird. Like like and I think back like on these parties, I don't remember anybody I wasn't having sex, but I don't remember anyone like having sex with them. So I'm like, why are we even here? Now that I think about you know, but and and but you're young because I was like that I mean I I've had quite a few of those experiences. You know, just young girls, you know, we weren't even doing anything, but I'm like, what the hell would now I'm looking hindsight, it's like what the hell did he want with me? I was right. <laughs> what do we talk? What, what is our conversation about? What is our conversation about? I talk to high school students now, and I'm like, I mean, you got some intelligent ones, but it's never like, oh, lo, let's go hang out, kind of. You know what I mean? It's like right? I remember um, uh, Chris Lighty, which at the time, you know, rest in peace. His name was Daryl, but you know. He, we used to hang out with him back in the day. And when I think about it, I'm like, yo, dude was like 10, 12 years older, something like that. Like, you know, and at the time he was like just getting into the music business, like just, you know, doing his, I think it was like Violet Entertainment or something. I was like, I was like 15 years old. I might have been 14. And, you know, my homegirls and we hanging out at his house. Right. Like, why? Why? Like, my my conversation was not that tight. I was smart, but I was like, I really didn't have like conversation like that. I right. Yeah. So that just, but you know, seeing it in the movie, I'm like, wow, I remember that. 
them old mm-hmm. dudes coming sniffing around mm-hmm. young girls. You know, everybody was R. Kelly. So R. R. Kelly is not an anomaly. Nope, he's not. He R. Kelly is not an anomaly. There's still R. Kelly's out there lurking around. You know, even these, you know, these guys who are 21 years old dating these 15 year olds. What do you have in common with a 15 year old? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you have in you know? What do you have in common with a 15 year old? I don't know. But that 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 um irked me. You know, that was like that was the ill point of the movie. Um. How did you yeah. like seeing Nas, young Nas? You know, you know, I'm a Nas fan. You know, I love Nas. I just was like, oh, look at my baby. Look at my baby Are as a baby. Right now? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. Look at my baby as a baby. So he, you know, Nas has a new, um, he has a documentary on Netflix too that came out on Saturday. What? Um, oh, so I wait, I mean, it, but let me just say this because Netflix. So here's, I gotta, I gotta say this because. I'm, I've, it's been a slow burn for me too, because I, I, I got hooked on Netflix because I thought it was like the movie cornucopia, you know, and I was getting mad when you couldn't find movies on there. But now I understand that they're doing original content. I actually watched the show that I'm getting into called Altered Carbon that I'm watching. Um, so it's, it's, it's worth a look, see. So now that I understand the platform that they are trying to take over the original content and be like its own, its own channel. Um, mm-hmm. I get it now, so I'm yeah. I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, yeah I I love Netflix. I don't um, you know, I don't have cable, so I have like I watch Netflix. I have Amazon Prime. I uh, there's a lot of content on YouTube that's amazing. Um, so I ha- I have like alternative stuff that I that I watch. Um, and not having cable makes me more um, <laughs> it it, so it, it streamlines what I'm watching. It makes me more conscious of what I'm watching. So I'm I'm very um. So everything I'm watching, I'm watching because I want to watch it. It's not like background noise. I just don't flip on a channel. Um, right. Yeah. So, but so anyway, so this um, this documentary with Nas, it's called Rapture, and Ooh. I'm getting into it. It's about um, how many episodes? Let's see. I think it's like it's eight episodes, and each episode focuses on a different rapper. Um, so Ooh. Logic has an episode, which I'm really not a fan of Logic, but Nas and Dave East. Dave East is a new hip-hop guy that came out of Harlem. From Harlem? Um, yeah, from Harlem. He lived uh, East Harlem. He's from. Um, T.I. has an episode. G-E-Z. 2 Chains. I love 2 Chains. 2 mm-hmm. Chains. T-Boy. Yeah. <laughs> you liked um, him when he was Titty Boy. Titty Boy. So he actually has this cute video called Make My Mama Proud. You have to watch it. it I incredible. heard a song. I did hear, yeah. I heard, I heard the song. I haven't um, seen the video. I'm not a it's video watcher, so but I'll, I'll watch it because you said so. Yeah, it's so cute. It's like dedicated. It's him and um, YG, and they dedicating the you know song to their mama. And so, and their mo- their mothers are in it rapping. It's it's so cute. Oh, um, I gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah. So Netflix has like a lot of good content. I was I was pleased with this Roxanne Roxanne. I, like you said, I wish it could have been longer. Um, so they could really like get into like the meat of it, but mm-hmm. I think it, it did her justice. It was it was well produced. It was well acted. Nia Long, you know, she did a good job. This character, I've never seen her play a hood character like this. Who is never. she? She's her mother. Oh, you're talking about Nia Long. I thought you were talking yeah. about the actress um, who actually who played Roxanne Shante. Which you know, I didn't even know that Roxanne was not her, Roxanne Shante was not her name. I thought her name was Roxanne. Well, uh-huh. her, so her mother broke it down. Was like, who the fuck is Roxanne? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I loved it. I, it was I, cute. I loved it. It was it was cute. Um, 
and it it showed a side to her that obviously look how long it took to to see that you know and she has she you know she was never really a kid she took on a responsibility of like helping her mom raise her um raise her sisters yeah um, so she's never been a, you know she's never been a kid and even when she um she retired early from hip-hop but she she'd done other things like she had an ice cream store um in in queens she was doing a whole bunch of other yeah. stuff because she said you know when she um she made more money as a battle rapper on the streets than she did on a label wow they didn't get paid, they didn't get paid at all you know and back in the day i think a few years ago there was a story that was circulating. I don't know how it originated, but it said that there was a clause in her um, in her her record deal that says that they would pay for her to go to college, and that's how she got her uh, PhD in psychology. Go ahead, girl. But that turned out to be false. So I don't oh. know who started. Oh. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, damn it! You know, each one teach one. Nope. <laughs> but you know she's doing her thing and she's still you know just I've, I've seen a couple of interviews with her and she's um she's a very pop, powerful speaker and she has that personality that kind of like draws you in you know yeah. she, has, she yeah. reminds me of sister soldier a little bit yeah she she kind of has that kind of persona she definitely does she has that kind of uh feel to her you know um it's, and she's very motherly seem you know she seems very motherly mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's a good watch. Definitely go out and you know check it out. Um, check out that Nas um, documentary. Um, I'm gonna watch that because you said, and I know that. Um, I mean, he doesn't know it, but I know that's your husband, so I, I have to see the family. That's oh. my boo. I had to. Uh, very funny story. So I wanted to watch it. You know, I was rendezvousing this weekend. I wanted to watch it at my rendezvous. <laughs> my rendezvous partner hates Nas. What would not let me watch it? What? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, phone. Oh, who are we talking? What? I was like, why don't you like Nas? I don't understand. And he was like, I just don't. But why? Tell but me why. why. I just don't. I'm is like, it a rap that he said. Like, what is it? I'm like, this sounds personal. Did he steal your girlfriend? Like, what? what? Did, he, did, he, did he fuck the girl you like? Like, I don't get it. Because it sounds so personal that he doesn't like you. So I, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. So, um, so I started watching it after. He went to sleep and I snuck <laughs> so they watching it. On the contraband documentary. Anyway. I do not like Nas. Okay. Wow. I, I don't understand that. I don't get I don't it. Get it either. What? I don't know. Oh. I told you I went to a concert. I don't were you there that I went, you know, because I am a I am a Nas fan, like uh, you know, you know, you already know. So mm-hmm. I went to a I, I think I went to Essence Fest. It was a year that I don't think you weren't where did you go no i didn't go to that one Mm-mm. okay so i went to a nas concert and you know i was so hyped i was so i girl i had on a, a long dress i was like i was dressed for nas just in case and <laughs> the access <laughs> and i swear i i mean i was so hyped I, you couldn't tell me nothing and i swear i didn't even want to do essence i don't want to do i think at end of did see i think i saw janet jackson or prince or something that year but i was like i didn't come here for all of that i came here for nas and girl the whole stadium was was it was like you know semi-packed it wasn't even all that packed I was probably the only one up dancing and knowing all the lyrics. Nobody cared. I was so disappointed. I mean, he gave good show. You know, he's not yeah. he's not necessarily a performer, but he did the um, symphony on stage. The, mm-hmm. and, you know, but it was 
actually it wasn't a real symphony there. They were, it was like a, a, a movie screen and they had the symphony in the background. Okay. Anyway, it was, it was dope. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I, I'm so Nas. I'm so ride or die. Nobody cared. It was probably like 15,000 people in there. Nobody cared but mm-hmm. me. But I love Nas. I just, I want to let him know just in case he ends up listening <laughs> that um, listen. I was there for you. I, you know, I was, I was there um, with the neon yellow dress on right in front, <laughs> just in case. He totally remembers that. <laughs> I, I think he might. I think he might. Totally um, but I was there to support. So mm-hmm. definitely, you know, Nas, we, we can have a whole podcast about Nas. Girl, and I think we, we, we should. probably should. We probably mm-hmm. should. An homage to Nas. An homage to Nas. Because I absolutely love him. He's like, that's a no-brainer. Coming soon. Coming soon. So I think this is the part in the show. Um, do we have a dick minute? <laughs> we should have the ticker tape. Oh. <laughs> Keen alert. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Because I think I, I kind of went off last week on my dick moment. Um, I, I, so, so, so right now, now for the next couple of episodes, I'm telling you, I'm I'm gonna have to be living vicariously through you because I have. Oh, again, Lord, I have <laughs> you shit! Remember, your shit is dry. <laughs> dry. I'm squat parched. <laughs> Let's just say my my. I, I am, uh, how am I going to say this? Um, I'm very full right now and my big moments. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they've mm-hmm. been, it's, it's been very pleasurable. Satisfied? Um, very satisfied. Um, better than a Snickers? Better than a motherfucking Snickers. Oh, <laughs> way better than a Snickers. I didn't even imagine life could be this good. <laughs> I told you you was digmatized, girl. Oh Lord, so I'm gonna have to hold back my crazy because you know you get some good dick and Don't be it's no bushes. You ain't got no whole bushes life. <laughs> Say what? You ain't got no bushes out front, huh? Don't be hiding in the bushes, you know? girl. Don't be calling me on the phone. <laughs> Guess where I'm at? Mm-mm, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to um but if you don't have any good dick in your life uh but let me just tell you that i deserve this 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 good dick run i do because do you do it's my, shit girl. Was dry. my shit was dry for a long time when i say long <laughs> i mean like years like years long oh stop like, it no it was like two or three years i i didn't have sex literally it was really yeah it was that long what time are you talking about <laughs> most recently <laughs> Most recently, no. Here I go, like no, no. We gotta talk offline, but yeah, my shit was dry as hell. It was dry. It was dry, and it was by choice. It was by choice. It just wasn't really, um, you know, dudes always trying to throw dick at you, but you know, I ain't want it. So, um, but this one I do want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You held out. I will say this. I'm gonna give it to you because you held out. You know. it's something you just knew. You you knew there was some magic there, so you just, you know, you was there for the long haul. Because I I think we we've had some conversations about we this. Like, girl, I mean, and give it up, I turn it loose, know. please. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was doing, but I just had to uh, let go and let God, and that's what I did. <laughs>
and that you did, girl. Just so that digmatization though is so serious. Like that's 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 really serious. You don't just please just girl, don't be calling me up behind no bushes and in the girl, Uber I'm, in the I'm, Uber following him in another Girl, this is gonna be girl, this will be pace, on another level. Pace this is like pace yourself, man. Pace myself. Pace myself. I Myself, so. Well, I look, but it's you know, uh, very well, very good. Cause I, I didn't. I mean, you know, like you said, you always have dick thrown. I've, I've had, I had some thrown at me. You know, I, you know, I, I curved that shit. I curved it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm look. I'm say I'm gonna let go and let, let God. <laughs> so you can do because you know it's like I've had, it's like I've had, I've been in. You know, I've had sex just to be having sex and. Mm-hmm. Who Most does that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has done it. Everybody has done it. You know, <sighs> after I was like, you know, I, it, I, uh, yeah, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Nah. Yeah. So, but I don't know. That's where I am. That's and that and that's just what you said. Like, that's that's where I am right now. You know, because I think any. Um, any dick thrown at me right now would just, you know, just doing it just to be doing it. It's really yeah. like for, for nothing else. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of good. But you know, catch me tomorrow, and I'll be like, where the hell is that? This is a day by day. I'm a day by day bitch, my damn self. Like I don't know. Today I'm, I might be okay. Tomorrow I'm like, man, get back on that POF or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get back. Oh, let's see. Let's see what's going on over I here. I don't know. Like, let me go through my. Let me see. Let me let me find out. Right, let's go through this. Let's go through my text what's message. Good? <laughs> you know? Send out hey. a text. What's good? Hey, big head. <laughs> Send out a big head text. <laughs> like we don't know. It changed day by day. But so, but so far so good. I'm just I'm. Like I said, I I love listening to you. I know we talk offline, but you know I I'm living vicariously through you now, and I was just okay. so happy, girl. I was just I was so happy <laughs> to hear how things just worked out so well. Mm-hmm. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Mm. <laughs> Won't he do it? So, girl, all right, okay, okay, all right. So we we've had it. So I think do we have anything else to talk about before we wrap this up? Um, I think I'm all talked out. I don't think I have anything else to really chat about yeah i think i think we can end here on a good note um so let's let's we gotta we gotta do our 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 stuff that we need to do so okay so you can visit us at that's what i'm saying podcast.com to learn more you can send us questions and comments um you can also like us on facebook and instagram i promise y'all we're gonna get that together um or you can email us at that's what i'm saying podcast at gmail.com to suggest topics etc etc um we also have a twitter it's that's what i say three like i said i promise we're gonna get it together yeah, we're gonna um, get this together. You, you have to give us time because we're old. <laughs> so older and look, I'm tired older. of calling you and asking you how to, <laughs> how, to how to do shit. I don't know. This tech world, I'm trying to keep up with y'all, but this shit moves very fast. So and let me find let me find another YouTube video that I'm gonna get mad at. Like I don't I'm, I'm I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> right. So but we're gonna get it together. But um also wanna give a shout out. I always wanna give a shout out to our yes. producer. Um ben- Vegas, you can hit him up on Twitter. He is amazing. He's really been helping us um, with Yay! this. He's a producer, so woo-hoo, shout out to Vegas. Um, anything else? Nope. Catch us next week. 
All right. Catch you next week, y'all. Have a good one. Bye.